You're listening to Ultra Cycling on Over the Top Cycling, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. We are visiting with the Searvogels tonight. Alicia and Kurt are joining us from somewhere out east. Alicia, thanks so much for taking the time tonight. Oh, thanks for um, calling us tonight. Really appreciate it. Where exactly are you all? We're in New Tampa, Florida. All right. So you started out actually in Florida about a year ago, correct? Yes, we did. And is it kind of nice to be back there and realize that the end might be in sight? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> you know, I've been I've been thinking about you all a lot, and I haven't wanted to bother you really because I know you you're right in the middle of something extremely difficult. Um. But part of me is wondering, when you get to the end of a year, do you think you're going to stop or keep going? Uh, I'm not sure that's such a cure. Okay. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I know he wants to stop. I want to keep going. I mean, I, I really like what we're doing. You know, and a big question to both of you is, how do you get back into society after this is all over? Because I know... You know, on a long pack tour, long, three weeks, uh, or even a race across America, you're just kind of out of it. You're so focused on what you're doing and cycling that when you come back to trying to get back into your job or whatever it else it is that you do, it's kind of hard. Uh, we'll find out when we get back. We'll find out. You know, I've been trying to think about ways to, to decompress, you know, how we can just you know, slowly glide right back into normal life again. But I'm, I'm not really sure how we're going to do that yet. I mean, first, it seems to me like you should take a really long, restful vacation because you basically had a job with no sick leave, no days off, no breaks. You're right. We do. We need, we need rest because we're working on extreme fatigue. But we've gotten used to it, which is very... Strange. I mean, it just shows you how you can acclimate to anything. You know, and again, though, you've gotten used to that situation. So when it's over, I just can't imagine the void that you might feel. I mean, I guess I'm a little ahead of myself. <laughs> but again, I've just been thinking about this so much. Um, I've been thinking about that a lot, too. <laughs> I, I, I don't really know. We, we don't know. We'll find out. I, I'm going to be... Um, Starting starting the book. I've already started it actually, so I'll be busy writing, and he'll he's going to be going back to work. He has to he has a company to take care of. And if I get bored there, I've got land to play on and all sorts of stuff to do. So I don't know. I'll, I'll figure out something to do. Well, I'm sure you will. You're very resourceful. Um, but those are just questions I had to ask. I mean, that's really something I've been thinking about. I, I try not to. I try to stay focused on what I'm doing. Yeah, he, he doesn't want to think that far in advance, and I'm I'm a little more concerned she, with she, it. She keeps asking me, well, what about doing this or what about doing that? Yeah. I'm like, uh, maybe. So, yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot of ideas going on right now. Kurt, we only what, have 33 days. <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you really focus on when you're on the bike? Um, I mean focus has got to be there you you get up in the morning you hit your bike you get your mileage in and stop but where is your mind during the day um all over the place 
I mean, sometimes Alicia will ask me questions or the day before or something, or she'll come up with this idea for what we can do when we get done. And so I'm, I ponder upon that. Or uh, other days, it's just like I'm just doing calculations. It's like, okay, if I do this many miles, I can get done by 7 o'clock and get out early or, or you know, just just different things. I mean... It's like when you're driving, you think about a lot of different things. It's, just, it's the same thing. You just have to be okay with yourself. It's the same thing, except you do it every day. I mean, that is so intense. Um, it, it, it's become a habit. I mean, you know, for that, was it after 21 days doing the same thing over and over becomes a habit? Yeah. So getting up, I mean, basically getting up and getting on my bike and staying on my bike, you know, for 13 or 14 hours is just what I do now. But the thing about Kurt that I've noticed is he's he's found a way to just relax in it. He just does it. Is it fun? <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. It's fun when I get to play with people. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that, that's the great thing about being here in Tampa is, um, I mean, we used to, I mean, I, we used to like go a lot of places and travel around, but I found like the perfect riding place right now. Um, Flatwoods Park is, it's got like a major seven mile loop. And there's people rollerblading, there's cyclists out there and there's different people coming, you know, coming in and out of the loop all the time. So uh, you, you'll you'll get different people you can ride with, and versus like when I'm on the road, just going somewhere. It's I mean those days are pretty much all alone. I mean there have been a couple of days where I've been spot stalked, you know, where people just use a spot tracker and find me and and, and just just you know, drop in and come ride with me. But usually when I'm on the road, I'm just by myself. But but here. It's almost like being back in Little Rock, where, where, where we, you know, have all of our friends. Um, they know where, where where I am and where to come ride with. But here, it's just we found a, a place that pretty much works the same way. And it's starting to build momentum. More people are starting to show up and come in and ride with him, and it, it just it, it just makes it a lot more fun. It's more dynamic. How long have you been there? How long are you going to stay? Um, we basically stay here two or uh, three or four days a week, and then we'll go make an excursion somewhere. Um, like we, uh, we like I like riding up to St. Augustine, um, and then coming back on the east coast of uh, of Florida, just coming down the coast, and then coming and basically coming back here for four more days or whatever. It sort of it, it sort of gives you. I mean, riding in a, in a seven-mile circle 30 times a day sort of can get old. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, was, I was talking to one of the guys from here. He's like, the most I've ever did is six laps. He's like, I can only do six laps. It's like, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, um, it, 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 it takes a little, it takes, I don't know what it takes. It, it just takes the ability to appreciate what's there 
because, I mean, people think it's bored riding around in, in, in that circle, but it's not because it's always changing. The, the, I mean, there's always, like, the different people coming in, the weather's changing. It's it's not the same thing over and over again. And so, you've, you've got a real I mean, purpose. Is, go ahead. I said, and you've got a real purpose for being out there. Yeah. I have to be. <laughs> That's my purpose, is I have to be out there. And he's good about it. He's really good about just riding his bike. Now, Alicia, have you ever had to motivate Kurt to keep going? I mean, he's one of the most oh, the intensely competitive people I know. All the time. <laughs> I have to motivate him all the time, but it doesn't take much. You know, it's... There's a lot of... There's a lot of motivation that goes on in, in all different forms, different ways. But, um, yeah, constantly, constantly trying to motivate him. Doing whatever. The key with him is just keeping him happy and comfortable. And if he's happy and comfortable, he'll ride. No, it's okay, interesting. Oh, go ahead. George. <laughs> Did you get it that time? I think I heard that. <laughs> uh, Paps blue. I'm loving right now. <laughs> you know, one thing I wanted to bring up, like on uh, Race Across America or other ultra distance events, often you don't really want to have a family member going along with you with you because it can cause a lot of issues. You two seem to have grown very close as this has gone along obviously been good for your relationship? Only oh, he married me, so I think so. <laughs> we still have our issues. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah. It taught us how to deal with our issues. Yeah, definitely. Definitely taught us how. And the thing is, we knew there were, there were going to be a lot of problems. We knew that things were going to get hard. And... Um, Things were going to fall apart. There were going to be disasters, all kinds of stuff. But you know what? Duct tape mends everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kurt, what's been kind of the the greatest day for you? And also, what's been the worst? I mean, I'm sure there have been some moments where you just thought, what am I doing out here? Um, the greatest day? Yeah, of this past year. There's been so many awesome days. Something that especially sticks out in your memory, though. Oh, the, the, the day I proposed to Alicia with the donut. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, and we try to make every day fun because otherwise, you know, it. it, it there's just been lots of weird things happen that you don't expect. Like I have people wanting me to like sign their helmets, you know, one day. <laughs> and it's like, really? Okay. It was just, it's just not, it's just not something that's ever dawned on me that people would want my autograph. Um, and it's like, okay, you want me to sign your helmet? Okay, fine. Um, but the, the bad days, the bad days are cold, rainy days. Yeah, weather. Mm -hmm. I just, 
there's there's the days I just want to quit. You know, if I get caught in a cold rain, just bang me, I'm done. It's gonna take me two hours to thaw out and get ready to go again. It's just I, I am a very fair weather rider. Very much so. I need the temperature to be between fifteen, yeah, maybe ninety-five. But I think that's been one of his. Um, one of the things that has been really good for him is that he knows what his strengths and weaknesses are. He knows that he can't handle really hot weather, and he knows he can't handle cold weather. I mean, cool weather. I mean, fifties, fifties to him is freezing. <laughs> Now, but I, but I think knowing that, knowing that, you know, you've got this little window of weather that you need to work in, um, it is key for this. He knows what he where he performs the best. Yeah, I keep thinking about the physical wear and tear on you as well. I mean, you have held up to this incredibly well. That's because I feed him. <laughs> And throw every kind of uh, vitamin and nutrition, anything I can find. I mean, with with a with a calorie limit of uh, twelve thousand calories, that's a lot. I'm just thinking knees, feet, hands, neck. I mean, well, there's so many things that could hit, but you've worked your way through it all. Well, that's that's the key. You, you've got to be smart about it. You've got to have. Mm-hmm. You, you, you you've got to go. Uh, with uh, both recumbent and an upright bike. Yeah. You, you've got to be able to switch positions and not just from aero bars to not aero bars. And, I mean, it, it makes a huge difference. Um, and that's one of the things that uh, they need to fix in RAM is they need to have an open category. I mean, everybody should be racing in the open category where you can pick whatever tool you need to get across as fast as you can. I mean, yeah, basically, when you're in the mountains, you need, you need a good climbing bike. When you're in Kansas, you should you should be on uh, a should Now you should be on a recumbent. You should, oh, right. you should be flying on, you know, flying on a recumbent, cross cutting through that wind. I mean, right now in Florida, I'm probably spending three quarters of my time on my recumbent. I mean, I call it my Florida bike because Florida is windy and flat. And that, that's what a recumbent is designed to take care of. I mean, it cuts through the wind, and it works really great in flats. Um, you just need the right tool for the right, you know, for the right job. Had you ridden a recumbent previously? Uh, yeah, I had one for about a month, probably uh, about two years ago. I was I was thinking about trying trying one out and just. I never got really comfortable on it, so I, I sold it. But when I, when I started this, I knew I had to have one. I mean, because I, I know the effects of what RAM did to me. Right. It's like, I mean, I mean, after after solo RAM, I couldn't use the outside two fingers on both my hands just from the, the pressure. And I mean, I know what the saddle sores did halfway through RAM. So I mean, I, I knew that I was going to have to. Uh, take care of those two problems, and this wasn't going to happen. And I knew the only way to do that was with recumbent. Now, Alicia, what has been one of the biggest obstacles that you've had to deal with? 
Oh, definitely um, spot tracking him while I'm driving. It is. Yeah, she's directionally challenged. She can't find oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm directionally challenged. She'll, she'll leave the hotel and go the wrong direction. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, that's because I'm barely awake. Um, but, try, you know, I've got a Garmin, and I've got a TomTom in, in the van, and then I've got my GPS on my phone. And trying to spot track him and chase him down... Um, you know, when we're traveling, it, it, it makes me nuts because... That's another reason we're standing by the park yeah. through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Keep her sane. yeah, it's just too stressful, especially, you know, if you need a bike repair, I've got to go, um, you know, drive a couple hours, you know, off route to go get his bike repaired and then try to, and then try to come back and, and get back on route and find him again. It's, it's that, that's, that's been the hardest part. How about you, Kurt? The hardest part for me? Yeah, your biggest obstacle that you've got to contend with. Losing Alicia. (laughs) (laughs) She'll call and tell me where she is and I'll test and tell her how to get to me. (laughs) We've had major knockdown drag out fights about not being where I think she should be. Yeah, well, he also has... I know. Yeah, anyway, she says, okay. <laughs> she says I have time, I have management issues with me. <laughs> but, uh, that, 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 I mean, that, that probably causes the most friction. Yeah. If I'm supposed to be somewhere at a certain time and I've got a whole list of things I have to get done before I meet him and, uh, and he thinks I should be able to get those done and drive and spot track him and find him in that time, then. It's just not, usually just doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Ultra Cycling on Over the Top Cycling, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. We are visiting with Alicia and Kurt Searvogel. 12,000 calories a day. How do you come up with that? How do you deal with that? Alicia, let's start with you. Well, <laughs> he eats about two breakfasts, two lunches, and two dinners. And they're pretty hearty meals. Plus, he, he drinks Fizz is his, uh, his fuel that he uses between six to eight bottles on his bike. And, um, and those are doctored up with anything from fruit smoothies to milkshakes, you know, including, you know, with added to the Fizz. So, you know, he's he's getting about he's getting five hundred plus calories in each bottle. And he just eats everything. I'm constantly buying food. Our grocery bill is ridiculous. Kurt, what's your favorite food? Bacon, butter? <laughs> <laughs> there is a there's a restaurant near where Alicia used to live in Sacramento the name Bacon and Butter. That's the name of the restaurant. And then... There's always a line. And there's a line to get into the place. And Alicia didn't, didn't used to cook. And um, basically... She's bacon or butter. And she's like, I figured out the secret to cooking. It's bacon and butter. Yeah. You either, either cook it in butter or cook it... Everything, everything, everything. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, 
I, I do love bacon. Um, pizza. Pizza. Burgers. Um, Chili's. Philly sandwiches. Euros. Euros. What else? Chocolate milkshake. And I make I make him smoothies. What do we have? We have a place that I can make smoothies. But what else? My favorite thing. My favorite thing is beer at the end of the day. <laughs> Thank you, George. <laughs> But George knows because at the end of Ram, he had to provide me with beer. That was the best. I was going to say, it's beer. <laughs> <laughs> and that was fun to get you that beer. <laughs> you know what? That's what that's what he looks forward to every night is his beer. I would think so. What is your, I mean, it's not a typical day, but what time do you get up? And generally, what time do you get to bed? Uh, the alarm goes off at 5. Um, I'm on the bike by 6.30. I'm usually off the bike by 8. And I'm asleep by 10. We could add, we could add another uh, other activity. Oh, wait, this is a family show. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that was what you were hinting at. And I thought, mm, yeah, I don't <laughs> want to go there. I'm sure the uh, recumbent helps with that aspect of your manhood as well. It does. It does. <laughs> that will be a that, that, uh, that, that, that was that was one of the people asked why you write a recumbent. It's like because no, no I can't say that on the radio. <laughs> we are on the internet, so it really doesn't matter. Well, he's trying to save his junk, you know, because <laughs> on RAM it really affects them, you know. They're I don't know how it gets messed up, but it does. Yeah, I mean I would he's think this smart, would be taking smart a about toll. this <laughs> You know, I would think that what we're hinting at here is probably a huge question that a lot of people have about what you're going through. I mean, sex life has got to be a big part of your day. You're very active, and I would think that's a big reward at the end of your ride. The silence is <laughs> deafening. <laughs> Are you going to answer that? Go ahead and answer that. Yeah, it's usually a morning reward because you know you, you got you got to get a little energy build back up. <laughs> These are recovery. You need a little recovery time. <laughs> there are many ways to motivate for, and sex is definitely one of them. <laughs> uh, food is another. Um, what other people think? What I've read? Things that I make up. Um, it, it, I just try to pull whatever I can out of the hat to keep them going. As long as it keeps them on the bike, that's all that matters. Because um, if he does this, you know, it's, it's, it's our win. Very well said. Kurt, I can't imagine that you could have gotten a better support person. Neither can I. <laughs> she was thank to you. Thank you. She was sent to me. I don't know. Universe uh, just sort of dropped her on my doorstep. Actually, he didn't want to do this. I made him. <laughs> it's pretty much the truth. She made me do this. So she had to be my support person. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that was in my mind, but 
it, 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 it took somebody to push me off. Uh, you, you, you work your way all the way up to the top step of the high dive, you know, the, the, ten, the, the 10 meter platform. And I pushed him. Somebody pushed me off. <laughs> <laughs> At least she came with me. Didn't you push me to stay up there? Right. I did. I did go with him. That's for sure. Now, what's your mileage total at this point? 69,205. How many more miles do you have to go? To break the record? Um, Come on, math, Mr. Math. Mr. Math. Uh, <laughs> 5,860. 58.60. And I got 32 days to do it, so I got to do about 183 a day. Wow. We get so you've, to, we're, you've, we're, we're down under 300K a day now. And is that the way you had planned this out so that you could end with slightly less mileage per day? Yeah, my, my projection basically called for me riding less and less and less all the way through the end down to where I was riding like just 11 hours a day. Um, right now, I mean, I, right now I'm, I'm riding more than I'm supposed to. I'm just, I'm, I'm wanting, I, I'm basically, I'm, I'm, it's insurance. Right. I'm putting as much, I'm putting as much in the bank as I can while the, while the weather is, you know, perfect in case something goes to shit, you know? So it could, it could start to pour and... And the mileage will drop for sure. I mean, I, I just basically put it. I mean, I'm, I think right now I'm 720 miles in the bank is what I look at. You know, from riding, keeping my average. So I, I, I could take uh, three and a half days off the bike and then get back on and ride 205 a day, and I'd still make it. So I just want to keep putting money in the bank all the way. You know. Once once I get to the once I get to the total, then I'm probably going to kick off and start doing just daylight rides. Just ride from sunup to sundown and not do anything at night. But uh, while the weather's good, I'm going to keep putting money in the bank. Awesome. Well, I sure want to thank both of you for taking the time this evening to chat with us. Well, hopefully, people enjoyed it. <laughs> I think. They probably will. <laughs> and I look forward to chatting with you again in the very near future. Okay, George. Great. Sounds great. Thank you. Thank you, George. Kurt and Alicia Searvogel, thanks very much for joining us over the Top Cycling Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.